Hi, everybody, and welcome back here on a Monday for another little bite-sized political podcast sponsored by Quantum Hypno, link below. Don't forget, by the way, if you haven't signed up to my Substack, it's free, and the link is below for that. Also, remember, the 1st of March is getting closer and closer, and with it, our live event with Mr. Lawrence Fox and Mr. Calvin Robinson in London town. Make sure you come, can come along, if at all possible. Would appreciate that. Righty-o, folks. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about these COVID-19 jabs and the dangers around them. Because a new and more a new and very disturbing aspect has come to my attention. And I wonder, have you seen it? So um, it's best explained, I think, by Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, let's listen to what Peter has to say. There's, there's been a paper published from Elmo Sweden, senior author is Yang D. Morenis, that show that the genetic code for Pfizer gets installed into the human nucleus of the hepatoma cell line uh, very rapidly within a few hours. And experts believe the entire code is actually installed into the human genome. This paper has not been challenged by any other lab. Uh, we're looking for confirmation, but this is disturbing now. Uh, since the messenger RNA for Pfizer in a study done by Stanford, by Rolkin and colleagues is permanently in the lymph nodes, uh, at least as far as they've looked for several months now. So the genetic code, once people take these vaccines, is long-lasting. It may indeed get into the nucleus, change the human genome, and then pass down to daughter cells. That means uh, th that this could actually be passed down to the progeny of vaccinated young parents. Uh, there couldn't be worse news right now. We were hoping this vaccine would be in and out of the body. It looks like it's long-lasting, causing, causing a tremendous amount of damage. So there, there you go, my friends. I wonder what you make of that news. So <clears throat> Peter McCullough suggesting that according to this study, which hasn't been challenged, the Pfizer code itself um, basically hangs around in the body for months and months and could indeed, because of how it then access other cells, be passed on uh, into the children uh, of those, uh, the progeny of those uh, vaccinated parents. So Maybe we don't fully understand the scale of the COVID jab horror. Maybe we're still only floating around the superficial levels of it. You know, yes, we know it's dangerous. Yes, we know it causes all kinds of adverse reactions. Yes, we know it, uh, it can lead to death. Uh, yes, we know it can in some way be shed. And we talked about some of those mechanisms, some debate on that, but we understood those things roughly. But this notion that it can actually be transgenerational is something else. So in other words, you don't necessarily need to jab the children once you've jabbed the parents, because the parents will then pass it on into their offspring. So, I mean, is this the crime? Of, is this the biggest crime of all time that's been committed in 2021? And, and then here we are a few years later, and we're just beginning to get to, gra to grips with the awful nature of this. Because, as I say, if you consider the fact that something in the region of around um, half the world's population or more took these jabs, does that mean that their children are now essentially highly likely to contain the Pfizer code in their own genes? So, you know, you don't need to jab them because essentially by by virtue of the fact that their parents took the jabs, um, they've got the uh, the code sequence within them. And then what does the code sequence do to them? And, you know, these are very, this is very, very serious when you think about it. I mean, it, it goes, because it goes beyond just the generation 
that chose to take the jabs, it goes into the generation of those who have taken the jabs and who have had family in between, those of them able, who are able to have family, I might point I could I should point out. And and therefore just how much is humanity being compromised by Pfizer, by Moderna, uh, by AstraZeneca? I mean, these are valid questions we need to have answers to. And yet, you know, there are still those and still the official line is the jabs are safe. You heard Rishi Sunak say it. The jabs are, you know, unequivocally safe. So we don't have to worry about the fact that, for example, the jabs, uh, the, the the spike proteins hang around in the body for, for months and uh, in some instances, as this paper is suggesting, the Pfizer code itself um, can be transferred into the nucleus. And then, therefore, the children of those uh, individuals could also have it, which means what? Does that mean that then that their children have it? Does that mean that actually going forward in time, a big chunk of humanity is basically branded Pfizer on the inside? That would, or on Moderna, that would make it, that would certainly make it, I think, the biggest crime that's ever been committed. Uh, if, if, you, if, you, if this information is right. Now, as it says, Peter McCullough points out in that little audio clip, he hasn't, it, it hasn't been challenged. No one's turned around and said, no, 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 that's not right. So, um, but then again, does it matter? Because we know that so much of the so-called science is absolutely corrupted. And the scientists who told us, the experts who told us, yeah, roll up your sleeve, nothing to worry about, it's all going to be fine, really, really, really should be, you know, in a dock, in a court of law, facing uh, the most uh, uh, serious level of sentencing for their crimes. But there you go, my friends. It, it may well be that these vaccines operate in a way which we hadn't worked out insofar as they pass from generation to generation. So the crime scene mounts. Thanks for listening. 